Hey, Ty Brady here with Brady Insurance Marketing in the Ty Brady Way, one of the nation's largest field marketing organizations that helps independent agents achieve a six and seven figure income with the systems and strategies that I'm going to talk about with you today. The information and content that I provide here is to help people that may be struggling in life or maybe looking at an opportunity to change their life with income related. And so a little bit about me is I have five kids, three daughters, two sons, a wife that's very active with competitive sports. You'll hear a lot in my podcast about how, you know, if you can't find me, you can find me on the wrestling mat. You can find me on the baseball field or the lacrosse field with my boys. I do enjoy helping either as a coach or an assistant coach or just being a parent. And then my three daughters are very active in dance and cheer. So between my wife and I, we stay really busy hopping around. I want to talk a little bit about networking is recruiting. And what do I mean by that? So we've all heard the saying that your network is your net worth, right? And that is true. Now, I would like to say I like to network with everybody out there. But you know, that's not true. I like to network with a certain type of people. And that's my choice, which just as you have that choice as well. But why is networking important? I've mentioned before that I believe you should never go to lunch alone. What I mean by that, invite an old friend, invite somebody, a coworker, invite somebody that may be in the same industry as you, but doesn't specialize in what you do. But I believe you should always take somebody to lunch every single day you can and not eat by yourself and take that time to network and because network is recruiting. What do I mean by that is I have talked to property and casualty agents. I've talked to life and health agents. I've talked to annuity guys, financial guys, CPAs, tax advisors, people of all walks of life, mortgage guys, police officers, retired police detectives, you name it. But all of these people, you just never, never, ever, ever know when the light bulb's going to turn off and it would give you an opportunity to get somebody in your space. Now, my space, I'm very well known in the Medicare arena. So I help people aging into Medicare or already on Medicare or find a health plan that works best for them. What I also do is I help people that want to get in this industry, learn about this industry, tie into the systems and strategies that I have to grow a successful business in this arena. It's not for everybody. But for those that do, they become very, very, very successful. And you've also heard the saying is you have the opportunity to build your own, your own dreams or you build your dreams for somebody else or build somebody else's dream, right? So take the time to network and take somebody to lunch. The next thing is, is we have a lot of social media platforms and use those to your advantage. Tell people who you are and what you do. On on a quarterly basis, I probably test. I probably send a picture out saying I'm hiring. I send, hey, if you know anyone who's looking to get in the industry, I'd love to talk with them. I just never know who's, who that's going to touch or who may want to come in. What my fear is, is that there's somebody out there that may want the opportunity to change their lives and change the lives of other people. And if I didn't tell people who I am and what I do, that they would miss out on that opportunity. It's not, I don't want to bore people to death. I'm not going to try and strong arm people or get them to come in this industry, but at least tell people who are and what I do. There's been many times when I've walked into a property and casualty agency, a CPA, an attorney, a doctor's office, any any place that has 
any type of just a retail front and I tell them who I am and what I do and it's going to turn into one of two things. Like if I'm walking into a property and casualty agency, the first question I like to ask is, does anybody in here help people who are aging into Medicare already on Medicare? And typically the response is no. Well, okay. Do you refer it to anybody? That would be my my follow-up question. And typically their answer is no. Okay. My third question is then, what do you do with people that ask you about Medicare? And they say, we don't do anything. So I know that by having a little conversation, and I'm going to repeat those. First, I ask, does anybody in there sell Medicare? Get an answer. Does anybody ask you about Medicare? Right? I get an answer. That leads me to a conversation of, or do they refer to anybody else? If all three of those are no, I want to be that guy. I want to be the one that if somebody says, I have a question about my insurance, can you help me? They say, Ty Brady's the guy. And I want them to know that I'm willing to help those people that ask those questions. If I had a hundred little people out there, I'm going to call them trolls, not that trolls are bad, but a hundred little people out there that were my champions and they knew who I am and what I do. And I got 1% of them to send me a referral a month. That's 10 more cases for me to write. Now, here's the other thing too. Um, for me, I'm going to ask them, that PNC agent, are they interested in selling in the Medicare space? Because that's what I do. My demographic and what I go after and what I chase is to recruit and train agents. Why do I do that? Is because I have quotas to hit. Why are the quotas important? Because I make a commitment to the carrier that I'm going to write those every year, right? So if if you understand where I'm coming from and my why, is my why is I have to have app count. But at the same time, I have to be able to teach agents to do the same thing. Referral partners are so, so important. Let's take it for an instance, my personal doctor. I think I'd been with him two years. And you know, over a two-year period, we got to know each other. I'd like to consider him a good friend. But he refers me a, year, a case a month. That's 12 cases a year that I would not have had I not had a conversation with him. When I ask other insurance agents, you know, does your property and casualty agent know what you do? No. Does your insurance agent that you work with now know what you do? Does your doctor know what you do? No. Does your dentist? No. I think everybody that you come in contact with on a regular basis should know who you are and what you do. People forget too. Remind them. Don't bore them to death, but let them know who you are and what you do. And don't be afraid of that. Be like the agents that I had in the Midwest recently where they the, the lady behind the counter, she was turning 65 and they got her because they weren't afraid to tell people who they are and what they do. Along with professionals that do similar things in the insurance business, think about people that are, are around other seniors, if that's my demographic, right? You know, think about where do seniors congregate. They congregate around car shows. They go golfing. They go bowling. These are all things that I would want to be a part of. Why? It gives me an opportunity to tell people who I am and what I do. You know what? If they don't want to come on board and sell for me, that's okay. But do they want to come on board and be a client? Maybe, right? So if you know that there's a Wednesday night bowling club and that most people that join it are the demographic that I want to go after or chase, see if you can join them, right? Go to those car shows. See if you can set up a booth, go to a health fair, go to a swap market, a swap meet, excuse me, go to those places where the demographic you're looking to chase is, is at. 
It gives you an opportunity to tell people who you are and what you do. It's just time. What I mean by that, it's just my time. What does it cost me? It's me walking in there and having a conversation. It's just time. It's me doing my job, having a conversation. Do they all work out? No. Do I care if they work out? Yes. Some do, some don't. But I don't know of anybody who's not willing to have a conversation. And find out a little bit about them. Find out what they like to do. Find out what they like to hunt. Find out if they like to go golf and network. Now, if you're going to network, follow up. Don't expect to go into a doctor's office, have a conversation, and the referrals start coming. Or don't expect to go into a CPA office and the floodgates open. You know what? They're going to be timid, and rightfully so, right? They've probably had somebody pitch them before that fell through the cracks or didn't want to help them. But if you take the time to do what nobody else is doing, you will see success, and you will forge life long partners with with no money exchanged. You know, they just, my doctor just wants to know that he can be a resource to his clients. That CPA just wants to know that he can be a resource to his clients. There's no money that needs to be exchanged. But guess what? If somebody asks me if I have a good CPA, I'm going to say, call John Smith. He's great. He's my personal CPA. Or somebody says, Ty, do you have an attorney? I got that guy, right? I have those people that I interact with on a monthly basis, a weekly basis, maybe even a daily basis that I know that have my back and they will have yours. But those relationships take time to develop. They need to be followed up with. They need to be nourished. There's no wrong answer. And take the time to learn. Take the time to get out of your comfort zone. Take the time to walk into an office. It's not going to hurt you. I walked into a PNC shop last week. And this is what happened to me. Does anybody in here sell Medicare? What does the lady say? No. Do you refer to anybody? Yes. What's their name? So-and-so. Well, do you mind if I call them? I'd rather not. I give take a card and I'll have him call you. And that's okay. It may never develop into anything. and may develop into something. But respect the wishes of that lady. But she had a Medicare lady or a guy and she was already taken care of. So what did I say? Next, I didn't lose. I had a conversation. I had some fun. I told somebody who I am, what I do, and it didn't turn into anything yet. But who knows down the road? There is 10,000 baby boomers turning 65 a day in this country. And there's already 50 million Americans that are on Medicare. Now, with that demographic, they have an opportunity to go what's called a Medicare Advantage plan or a Medicare Supplement plan when they turn 65 or if they get on a plan because of disability. And this demographic, it's very confusing. There's a lot of misconceptions out there. There's a lot of, they just don't know. And all of these people need help navigating to a health plan because Medicare only covers so much, Medicare A and B, and either they pick up a supplement or they pick up a Medicare Advantage plan and they both have their benefits. And the idea is, is that when you help somebody get on a Medicare Advantage plan or a Medicare supplement plan, you get paid by the carrier. And that's really important as well, because I run a non-captive agency and all of my agents get paid direct by the carrier. The work that they do today, in a lot of cases, they get paid lifetime commissions on. What does that mean? As long as the business stays on the books, that agent continues to get paid. And in some other podcasts, you probably hear me talk about how I have agents that make $100,000 a year. I have agents that make three to $400,000 a year. 
and I have agents that make $20,000 a year supporting a golf habit. The bottom line is an individual could work this sometime, part-time, full-time. It doesn't matter. I have agents that just want to supplement a little bit of income. So the first thing it would be is the sure demographic and the population that we're dealing with. And you know, that trend's going to continue for the next 10, 15 years. So that opportunity, those people have to sign up on it. They don't have to, but they need to. The other thing is, is that how many agents that are out there that are in this market, you know, there's currently 1.3 million real estate agents out there. And there's roughly 100,000 people that say that they, they specialize in helping people on Medicare. So sure, related demographic, people coming into the market. The other thing too, is the plans are getting better and better and they're begin- they're getting more stable. I don't know of an opportunity out there where I can start a business with little overhead, doesn't require inventory, so it's not like I'm buying inventory, having to resell inventory. Does require you to get licensed in the state where you live, and that's in life, health, and accident licensed. And with that, that allows you then to become appointed by the carriers in that market to that they may or may not take you, but most of the time they do. And then allows you then to turn around and sell a product. I mean, I don't know where another industry where you get paid, you know, lifetime commissions in a lot of cases and where you have such a sure population of people that need help. You know, I have agents that have 500 clients, have agents that have 800 and have agents that only have 100. It doesn't matter to me, but where, where do I come in? My, I help agents be successful. And it's to my benefit to help them be successful because if they're successful, I'm successful. I need good agents that want to plug into the systems and strategies that I have to grow a business. I just gave you a little bit about why the the sure demographics of folks turning 65. Now the pay, right? That's another one. And then the other one is, is that the agents that can service the population that's growing. And then how do you do it? You got to get licensed in life, health and accident. You got to get appointed with the carriers. And then I got to get you set up with one of my trainers to go out in the field and learn this business. Not as well as the trainers. There's online platforms you can go. I mean, there's so much training. I mean, I could say there's 100, 200 videos in the library you could go and watch about how do I do this? You know, what do I say? What do I not say? How do I make phone calls? You know, what are the scripts, right? The bottom line is it's all there, but I can't help somebody if they're not willing. You know, I can help somebody if they're willing go from A to B. And I've helped hundreds of agents do that. And I want to help you if you're interested. So this is a, an introduction, you know, little, just a small little window of who I am, what I do, and what the opportunity is out there. So to wrap this thing up, if you're interested in learning more, I'd love to chat with you. Shoot me a message. Give me a phone call. Tell you about the opportunity. You know, I look at the gentleman that gave me the opportunity many years ago. Um, It was a different organization than who I'm with now. But had he not opened his mouth and talked to me, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. All I can do is give somebody the opportunity and the chance to change their life dramatically. You know, my wife's my biggest recruiter and very, uh, she knows where I've come. She knows where we've come actually and where we're at today. And I'm I'm grateful for that. But shoot, give give me a shout. Let's have a conversation. There's no obligation. Um, I'm not a high pressure guy. I mean, I do believe everybody should get in this industry because of what it's done to my life and just the sheer opportunity and love to chat. Find out where you're at. If you're interested, reach out to me. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ty Brady Way. As always, share, like, and subscribe. Um, Go to Instagram at ty.r.brady. And as always, love hearing from you. 
and let me know what you want to learn on the show or what you'd like me to bring up on the show. Thanks. You can find the Ty Brady Way on Instagram as well as Facebook. To stay connected with giveaways and Ty himself, go ahead and follow at ty.r.brady on Instagram as well as Facebook. This podcast was recorded, edited, and produced by Whitney Face Media Marketing. The theme music is an excerpt from Hot Chicken of the Woods by Isaac Dole.